but it was really one fucking spider. <laughs> back with another round of horror goodness and giant spiders and Volkswagen bugs and goddamn what could probably be the horniest small town I've ever seen in my life. I'm not alone this week. Buddy is in the house. Hey, what's going on? What's up, buddy? How are you, my man? Doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Hanging in there? Yeah. You hanging hard? Trying. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That just went like a weird gay thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't want to see. I, I mean, I've, I've been thinking a lot about your penis. Is that? A, but but not in a gay way. <laughs> My man, have you seen Amazon Hotbox? Oh yeah. I saw oh, that. did you? What did you? Did you? You missed last week's show. Yeah. And you left me alone with the Amazon Hotbox. That was. Bizarre. It was a film. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely to say the least. It was a movie. <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, torture advice. Torture the, the torture chair, tor- torture which chair, yeah. doesn't fucking work until the inventor hops in there, and then all of a sudden it magically comes to yeah. life and dildos you to death before <laughs> right. lighting your body on fire. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Oh yeah, that's yeah. good science, yeah. right there. And that's the well that, that just goes to nowhere. Sure, and yeah. then all of a sudden it just popped out of the it other. It actually end. <laughs> goes to a beach somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's it's weird, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is it? Carter Burke. Yeah. Picked it, these mm-hmm. films. Thank you very much, Carter Burke. Yeah, I never would have watched them without him. I never would have even considered Amazon Hotbox. Uh, I feel like I did at one point or another see Invasion, Giant Spider Invasion. Uh, President mm-hmm. Evil, I would have just glazed right over. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking watch that. Night of the Lepus, I've seen before. Mm-hmm. It's dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. All these movies are dumb as shit. Yeah. Tonight is not going to be an exception, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Really, really <laughs> so what Carter Burke should have done is hit us with three really stupid fucking movies mm-hmm. and then did like a Will Smith smack, <laughs> smack to the face on the last week and hit us like with a like a really good movie. Yeah. And then we would have been stunned. Mm-hmm. And then we would have kept his wife's name out of our fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Carter Burke is married now that I think about it. All right, my friends. <laughs> 
I had to get in a Will Smith Chris Rock. <laughs> sure, yeah. I had to. I had to do it. I had Good to do job. it up front. I'd do it right now. Let's get it out of the way. We all saw it. It was unruly. Yeah. Whose team are you on, buddy? Will Smith or Chris Rock? Chris Rock. Chris that Rock. One. Me too. Yeah. That it, is. It's a un- joke. It's what they're paid to do. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even offensive. No. It was like, hey, you bald bitch. No, nothing like that. It was no. GI Jane. Yeah, GI Jane. Which was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Demi Moore looked great. With a bald uh, yeah. head, yeah, she did. And if you watch the here's what here's what kind of perturbs me about it. Watch the video. Uh, Chris Rock makes the joke. Yep. Will Smith laughs, and then Jada Pinkett gives him like the side eye, and now all of a sudden it, it's yeah. on. So he walks up there, smack. Yes. Yeah. So what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't a Will Smith smack. That was a Jada Pinkett mm-hmm. Smith smack. Via Will Smith. Yeah. Slap him for me, Will. God, you're, gonna, you're just going to let him say that? <laughs> All right. Whatever, man. It's weird. We had to get it out of the way. It's done. But in the past, Will Smith actually did an interview with a guy and had the same issue that his wife does. Yeah. And he cracked a joke and said, oh, come on. It's just a joke. It's funny. Yeah? Yeah. Well. I know. I, I don't know, man. Hypocrite. It Totally. Mm-hmm. But it, it's Hollywood. Yeah. I'm on Team Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. It, that joke was like a two. It yeah. wasn't that funny. No. It w- I wouldn't call it offensive. No. Like, really, what they what Will Smith should have done was came out and said, my wife has uh, stage four cancer and she's in chemotherapy. <laughs> it's right. It's false. You know, that can <laughs> yeah. easily, easily be fact-checked. Mm-hmm. But that w- we all would have kind of went, all right, you fucking asshole. But at the same time, did Chris Rock know? No. Right. I think Chris Rock right now looks much better than Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Because he actually handled that with much more style and grace. Yeah, he just kind of laughed he's and like, brushed it off. Oh, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me yeah, over a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the best show right here. Yep, that was the best <laughs> moment in television history. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, Chris Rock is going to be at the GSR on the 9th. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to buy tickets. Yeah. I think I, f- I feel like I need to now. Mm-hmm. I got to support my guy. He was in a jigs- he was in a Saw movie, for fuck's sake. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. All right. Enough about the SmackDown. We got horror news. We got listener mail and all kinds of other shit. Let's get into a little bit of the old horror news, buddy. Horror news. All right there, big man. What do you got? Welcome to Dairy. That's right. It prequel series reportedly in development at HBO Max. I'm into it. Yes, me too. So, from what I gather, it is an it prequel. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of meat on that bone and a lot of different oh, yeah. ways they can go because. Have you ever read the book, It? Mm-hmm. So, like, when uh, the fat kid, what's his name, Ben, mm-hmm. is doing all of his historic, or no, I think it was the black kid, wasn't it? In the movie, they made it the fat kid. Yeah, the movie was the fat kid. But in the book, it was the black kid. It yeah. was like the history buff, and he was doing all the research. It pops up periodically down the mm-hmm. centuries. So, if, if if we're going prequel, we could go all the way, way back, back to, like... Early settlers, pre-colonial mm-hmm. times. That'd be pretty cool. Yes, mm-hmm. and there, there, like in the book, there were times when he was always a clown, but he would show up like as part of a circus, or he would show up as like some kind of a kids uh, entertainer kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and then kids would just vanish. Yeah, and that would be that. Man, it's gonna be. I'm awesome. into it, man. Hell yeah. HBO Max. 
Uh, that means we're going to get some, probably some boobs mm-hmm. and plenty of gore, which you're not going to find on like a uh, um, Lifetime channel. Well, definitely not the <laughs> Lifetime. Definitely not the Hallmark channel, buddy. Yeah. There are several places you will not find that. <laughs> I'm into it, though. I'm psyched for that. Hell yeah. All right. Six new horror movies release uh, this week, including Morbius. You ready to hear the six? I'm ready. All right. This is a new horror coming March 29th to April 3rd. Uh, first one, On the Third Day. Okay. It's released by Scream Factory. VHS 94 filmmaker Reed is back with Night's End. Yep. On Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Jared Leto's Morbius. Right. And You Won't Be Alone, who ha- which has a Naomi Repa- R- Rapace in it. Naomi Rapace. Naomi Rapace. Yes. Yes. And let's see, Barbarians. Mm. Yeah, final horror release for the week is Barbarians. It's uh, Charles Dorfman's directorial debut. Okay. Yeah. That's it on those six. Okay. All right. And Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead won the Oscars Fan Favorite Award. Fucking A. Yes. Now, this kind of brings a lot of things to light for me. And I think it should for everybody. Oh, yeah. Number one, congratulations to the Oscars Definitely. for... Putting in a fan favorites award. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, what are all these other awards and who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all, as fans, picked Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Yes, I have the top five. Okay, the, the top five what? Fan favorites. Okay. The well, full list of top five winners announced in the video package. Okay, well, hold, hold okay. on to that thought for two seconds. So, the best film of the year was, or, yeah, I think it was film of the year was given to King Richard... Mm-hmm. Which was the Will Smith movie in which um, um, it was basically the telling of uh, Serena and Venus Williams' dad. Right. Okay. Okay, fine. Good mm-hmm. movie. But the fans picked Army of the Dead. Yeah. So who gives a fucking shit about King Richard? Right. So my question then to the Academy, as they say it, is what criteria are you judging these movies on? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, as fans, have picked Army of the Dead. Yeah. We all, everybody... Loves make, it. Loves it. I loved it. I've yeah. seen it 35 times. <laughs> right? I can quote it. Uh-huh. Uh, me and my son have this whole skit where we act out one of the scenes. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, Deacon, what would you do for $200,000? And he says, who do I have to kill? <laughs> uh, but at the same... Uh, I get... But so... Is anybody acting out skits from King Richard? No. <laughs> no. Did anybody... I, I'm sure somebody watched it, rented it, yeah. uh, was huh, inspired that's a good by film. it. Hmm. Yeah, it was like, oh, it was a really good movie. The Nobody's going to watch it, though. You know what or, I mean? Or watch it a second time. Well, why would you? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like this quote-unquote academy, this mysterious, lofty, shadowy organization that picks movies that they decide are the best and we all have to abide by that mm-hmm. decision... Why why are we listening to them anymore? And uh why are, why is anybody tuning into the Oscars other than to watch Chris Rock get slapped? Yeah, I wouldn't even have heard anything about it if it wasn't for that. I yeah, exactly. I, I was like, what the hell is all these posts on I Facebook? I woke up at 9:30 like, okay, okay, at night and everybody's like Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> Do you have video? Can I see it? And then I turned and watched it. Google it. Yeah. I was like well, that was uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> he just out of nowhere. All right, well, okay. 
Anyway, it, that's something that strikes me as odd, is that the quote-unquote academy, whatever this academy is, is basically picking the best picture, mm-hmm. while we, the unwashed masses, are deciding the fan favorites. Mm-hmm. So, Thank goodness for fan favorites. Let me pose this question. Hmm. Which movie do you think has been seen more? Army of the Dead or King Richard? Army of the Dead. I would agree. <laughs> Me and my kids have watched Army of the Dead far more than probably anybody in yeah. the Northern Hemisphere. I haven't even seen King Richard. I, I didn't even know it was a film until all of this fucking <laughs> all this stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Will Smith and Venus and Serena. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Yay. So really, <laughs> why are we watching the Oscars? Why are we listening to these fucking assholes? Especially as horror fans. Yeah. They notoriously shit on horror f- films every chance they get. Mm-hmm. Why? Why Why do we even bother? Yeah. Ah, I'm just getting that off my chest. All right, go ahead with your... All right, top five winners of- announced. Yeah. Of course, number one, Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah, thank you. Two, Cinderella. Three, Minamata. Four, Spider-Man No Way Home. That was a really good one. So I heard. And five, Tick, Tick, Boom. I have not heard of any of those except for Spider-Man. Yeah, me either. So, <laughs> okay. Well done. I'm sure yeah. those are great movies. Yeah, they must be. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, are you ready for... Have you heard of this movie X Mm-mm. by Ty West? So, from what well, I gather, it's it's called X, and it's about some kind of a porno shoot that um, horror ensues. Hmm. It's by Ty West. Okay. It's, ma- it's done great numbers at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty West is kind of a acquired taste for a lot of people. He's notorious for the super slow burn. Oh. Have you seen a movie called House of the Devil? Yes. You got to wait until like the last nine minutes of that movie. Till something happens. Till anything happens. <laughs> Up till that, it's all just like late 70s nostalgia. Yeah. It's rough. It can mm-hmm. be rough. Uh, but anyway, this thing is blowing up right now, and it's getting a Blu-ray release in May. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I will check it out when I get around to it. Do you remember a movie that we did, uh, I don't know, probably about six months ago called Veronica? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a lot scarier than it actually was. Yeah, yeah. People were talking. The cover looked really good. It was on Netflix. Yeah. And everybody was saying, this is the, ne- this is the exorcist of our generation. I watched it and weird shit started happening around my house. Yeah, no. It it's fine. It's yeah. another uh, demonic possession movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Spanish, I believe. Veronica prequel on the way, entitled Sister Death. Now, okay. as I recall, there was that uh, nun that worked at the uh, girl school, whatever yeah. she went to. That had the the whited out eyes, and all the girls called her Sister, Sister Death. Yeah. So I guess it's some kind of a backstory for her. Okay. Uh, I'm curious. I'd probably I'm, watch it. I'm interested. I wasn't mad at Veronica. Yeah. I just didn't think it was worth all the hype. Right. Um, Paco Plaza. He's the one that directed Veronica. He's returning for this one. Oh, very cool. So, you know, that's cool. We'll get a we'll get a little little bit of a tie in there. I hope. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of a movie? called thriller a cruel picture no i mean i i've heard of it i've never actually seen it though supposedly Mm. this is like the rape revenge movie to end all rape revenge movies okay like the 
there's rape and they do some really nasty shit to her and then she comes back and she does horrific stuff to them. Okay. And it it's 70 schlock. Wow. And it's all practical effects and it's it sits on a shelf with like a um um necromantic wow. a martyrs a uh a movie uh, like a uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. Movies that are really tough to watch. Movies that are decent enough, but you only need to see once. Mm-hmm. Once. Uh, what was the name of that one that was fucking dumb? Um, Thirty Days of Gomorrah or something like that. Sodom. I forget the name of it. I thought it was hilarious. It was hmm. about these uh, these Nazis that kidnap a bunch of kids just at the tail end of World War Two, and they barricade themselves in this big compound. And they make them do a bunch of weird sex stuff. Hmm. And there's like, at the end, it's like uh, they take one of the kids and they like light a candle and they hold the tip of his dick to the flame of the candle. Oh my gosh. It's really, it, it sounds torturous, but there's like a lot of, uh, at one point <clears throat> in the movie, um, one of the guys cuts a turd on like the. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts a turd like on the floor and then he gets a like a teaspoon and he scoops it up and feeds it to a chick. <laughs> I mean, the best part of that is when the guy <laughs> in front of all of his Nazi buddies drops trowel <laughs> and has to squeeze out a turd. <laughs> And this is like a five-minute sequence of him just sitting there. Grunting? Grunting. <laughs> and all the kids are like, oh, God. And then he spoon-feeds it to one of the chicks. It's pretty dumb. I mean, it's... Everybody said, oh, it's terrible. It's the worst movie ever made. Uh, it, there's a lot of gay stuff and um, some weird rapey things with se- senior citizens. But it's really... Really a silly fucking movie. So would you put that under the so bad it's good? I would put that under the um, meant to to shock me, but really I just found it comedic. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, they get like a, these kids and they're like, there's a bunch of girls and a bunch of guys. And it, like one of the Nazis is like a dirty old pervert. So he's always making the dudes bang him in the butt. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. It's kind of funny to watch. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you're one of the Nazis, you're like, oh, I did not sign up for this shit. I did not. Look at this. He's like 65 years old. I got to fuck this guy in the ass. Oh, God. This was not in the brochure, Heinz. Oh, my goodness. It's stupid, man. I don't know. A lot of people found it, especially when it came out. It was, like, super shocking because it was, like, you know, that grindhouse cinema era. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, Thriller, A Cruel Picture, is being released by Vinegar Syndrome um, probably next month. It's up for pre-orders right now. Wow. If anybody wants to check it out. I've never actually seen the, the, the entire movie. Oh. I've seen clips of it. Uh, it involves a very sexy young lady in an eye patch, mm-hmm. and she's got a shotgun. And hmm. from what I understand, things get pretty pretty wily from there. Wow. Yeah. All right, that's it on the horror news, amigo. You ready for some listener mail? You betcha. Let's get it on. Listener mail. Dude, we got all kinds of stuff going on this week. I got emails. I got voicemails. 
I got uh, somebody sent me a passenger pigeon that I captured. I ate the pigeon, but <laughs> I think I may have ate the note also. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, let's start things off over in jolly old England. Here comes the horror slut. Cat is in the house. Cat, I apologize if me calling you a slut uh, in like offends you, but that is your email. It's horrorslut at blah, blah, blah dot com. <laughs> so you clearly have chosen that name, and I'm just abiding by it. Uh, subject line, a short hello. Evening, gent, or possibly gents. I do hope everyone had a safe and healthy week. Just a quick note while I'm on my break at work. Listening to movie choices for next month. I think it week be a fun, I think it might be I'm she's got some typos here. I think it might be a fun and very silly month. I do feel I should know the educate movie, but I cannot think of the name, so I do believe you have stumped me again. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful week, cat. Thanks, cat. Hey now, cat. We're getting there, kiddo, cuz that is I think two weeks that I got you. Two weeks in a row. I got cat. Oh. And she's usually pretty good. Right on, Kat. Thanks for writing in, babe. Let's get down to Southern California. Burbank or Bakersfield, I believe. Here comes Tony. Hey, Tony. Subject line, spiders. Wow. Spiders. Wow. Fucking spiders. (laughs) I hate them. I don't mind spiders. Uh, greetings, padded room. Buddy, you used to have a pet tarantula, did you know? Yeah, I've gone, I've gone through a couple of pet tarantulas. Yeah? Yeah. You've gone through them. What, is, what <laughs> yeah. does that mean? Well, you know, they die. They do? <laughs> yeah. When I understand, the lifespan of a tarantula isn't very... It's, it's only a couple of years, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. very long. Does it? Uh, what do you feed those things? Crickets? Uh, uh, you can do crickets is the most common. Uh, baby mice. So Baby mice? Yeah. So my wife, Those are kind of disgusting to watch. Well, I was just going to say, my wife found an old picture of me when I had frosted tips hair uh-huh. and my pet snakes. Oh, okay. I had three of them, uh, two, ball, two ball pythons and one Burmese python. And basically the whole feeding process for those is you just grab a mouse, throw it in the cage, and they'll take care of it. Right. Um, but the Burmese python, by the time I had to get rid of him, was clocking about 12 feet. And was about the size of a tire when he would coil up. At that point, they become dangerous to humans. Right, yeah. Because if they decide they've had enough of your shit, ain't nothing you can do about it, baby. Mm -hmm. He will wrap himself around you and squeeze. Oh, yeah. That's it. But um, I used to have to feed those fuckers, uh, baby mice, regular mice, uh, the little pinkies, the little fetal mice, which is very sad, actually, because they're not even technically alive yet. They just kind of squibble around mm. it's it's uh it's a whole thing man all right back to the spiders hmm. greetings padded room hope all is well and we get to listen to more than just dairy in this episode well all right <laughs> i forgot to mention something last week about amazon hotbox oh good oh, oh really oh, good <laughs> but wait there's more <laughs> i was hoping we could jump back into amazon hotbox <laughs> not the movie itself but how watching the movie somehow completely broke my recommended movies algorithm on tubi my recommended movies on Tubi used to be a variety of horror subgenre, creatures, stalkers, zombies, paranormal movies. Since I watched Amazon Hotbox, though, it changed. Now all Tubi wants to recommend to me is either mystery science movies or The Venus Guy, The Venus Guy Trap, Stone Age Sirens, and Kung Fu and Titties. 
Okay. I'm not complaining, just saying that these are not the kind of movies I can just play at random at work. No? Not on the work <laughs> computer anyway. I guess not, man. Uh, one time at work, while I thought I was in the office by myself, during the COVID shutdown, mm. uh, somehow... Uh, the Hills Have Thighs oh, wow. yeah, popped up. And uh, I was working on a bunch of spreadsheets and shit, and I had my other computer going. And I'm like, oh, The Hills Have Eyes, great. And I just kept going to work. And then all of a sudden, I pop my earbud out, and I, ah, 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 ah. I turn around. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm about to get fired. That is not a mutant cannibal eating a baby. Not that. You would think that would get me fired too, but yeah, <laughs> less much less likely than the boobs. <laughs> so as long as people have been making movies, people have been making crap movies. Giant Spider Invasion is a crap movie. This movie came out the same year as Jaws. I know the 70s were a different time, but there is no way that people watched Jaws and then watched Giant Spider Invasion and had anywhere near the same reaction. Yeah, I watched a couple of spider movies this week, and I can say that Little spiders are way scarier than giant spiders. I yes. would agree with that. Yes. Tony, uh, it's that's kind of buys into my theory of ants. If you see an anthill and there's thousands of ants, you, you just go away. Yeah, you just go, "Oh, there's a fucking anthill. I'm going to yep. stand over here." Mm -hmm. But if you Especially just the red ants. Oh, yeah, even worse. But if you just see one ant just hanging on your kitchen counter, yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck?" Now you feel it on like, where's his buddies? I know he's got buddies. Where are they? Now you're all freaked out because of, there was an ant. That freaks me out, dude. Yeah. Um, this week I watched Giant Spider Invasion, 1975. This is crap and incestual. Uh, yes. But we will get into that for a second. Big Ass Spiders from 2013. This was probably a sci-fi movie. It was much better than Giant Spider Invasion. Some funny dialogue. It was worth a watch. And it had Scarlett Johansson in it. Mm -hmm. And she looked pretty good. Uh, Spiders from 2000. I had some hope for this one. It said it had the same special effects team from Dust Till Dawn and Spawn. The practical effects of the spider were good. The people bit looked cool. The 2000 CGI was bad, and so was everything else. Don't watch this one. Spiders in the Attic. Hmm. Genetically altered spiders from Doctor with Nazi ties. It's trash. Okay. Itsy Bitsy. Oh, yeah. We watched this piece of shit during Spider Month. Mm -hmm. Prehistoric spider comes out of an ancient African artifact. It's fine. The backstory about the tragedy. The mom in the movie suffered is dumb, but the movie is okay. Uh, I wouldn't say it was okay. I felt like it was way too ambi ambitious. Yeah. With all the family tragedy shit. Yeah. And too much nonsense. It comes down to... The worst part of that movie was Spider Cam, where the spider oh, yeah. spider was like spying on the chick in the shower. Mm -hmm. All right, now we got a horny spider on our hands. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Uh, Devil's Pass from 2013. Nothing to do with spiders. Hikers die mysteriously in the Russian mountains in the 50s. So students are going to retrace the steps. It's basically the Blair Witch, but in Russian mountains. And it's actually based on a real event. Hmm. That one was all right. Finally, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Three on a meat hook. Okay. Three on a meat hook? I'll do three on a meat hook. This week, what are your top three creatures you would not want to be stalked by if you were in a horror movie? Normal Earth creatures, not genetically altered from space, radiated, radiated etc. Mine would be 
Three dogs and wolves. One is going to fuck you up. A pack will rip you to shreds. Fuck that. Two spiders. Giant spiders are dumb. Little spiders that can kill can kill ten people are not cool. Under the toilet, behind the door, in your pocket. No thanks. Number one, sharks. Might be able to get away eventually from dogs or spiders, but if I'm being stalked by a shark, then that means I am stuck in the water, and that means I am super fucked, and it's only a matter of time. And it's probably going to hurt a lot. Anyway, until next time, Tony. All right, Tony. You ready, buddy? Yep. You yep. got it? All right, go ahead. You go first. Three lions. Sure. Um, two, I'll go with wolves. Okay. One, rats. Rats. Rats can be nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number three, if we're going front to, or back to front, I should say, would probably be electric eels. Hmm. Now, they're going to fu- – have you ever seen an eel up close? Yeah. They're going to fuck you up. They got saw teeth. Oh, yeah. And they just look angry. Yeah. Now, the bad news is they're going to eventually tear you to shreds. Mm-hmm. The good news, though, and this is the only reason they're at number three and not number one, is I feel like the electrical current is going to somehow... Give you a heart attack first. Something. Yeah, it'll probably fuck you up before they start actually mm-hmm. biting the shit out of you. Uh, number two is going to be bullet ants. Now, oh, yeah. presently on the Hodgkin's Pain Index, bullet ran- the bite of the bullet ant is still number one. Mm-hmm. And there's if you want to really see something that'll fuck you up... Besides the Will Smith Smackdown. Uh, go to YouTube. There's a video there somewhere. There's like a tribe in Africa where their rite of passage is that they, the young men have to put their hands in this uh, hole in a tree, which is populated by bullet ants. And they have to hold it there for a certain amount of time. And then they take it out. And then there's a time lapse uh, thing of the hand like in the next 24 hours. So it basically, their hand swells up to like this club-like appendage, and then gradually goes turns back into a hand. Oh, wow. It's disgusting. Uh, the pain has been compared to just having your hand slammed in a car door over and over and over again for 24 hours. So that sounds like nothing I want to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like fun at nope, all. Nope, nope. It's like initiation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And lastly, the last um, animal that I'd want to be stalked and hunted by is going to be the polar bear. Now, a lot of you are thinking, well, you can get lucky with a polar bear. Polar bear takes a good swipe and just opens up a, vein, the, right. a carotid and you'll bleed out in a matter of seconds. That sounds great, but that's usually not how a polar bear kills its victims mm-hmm. or its prey. Usually what it does is throws you on the ground and then does like this weird push-up thing on you mm-hmm. until you stop moving. And then you're not dead yet. You've probably just gone into shock. Then it starts eating you. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck no. I don't want to be eaten alive by anything. I'm sure a shark would be nasty. Yeah. But from what I've read about like uh, USS Indianapolis, they just come and take a bite out of you and then take off. And then like a couple minutes later, if they decide you're good eatings, they'll come back for another bite or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're doing that, you're like usually below the water. They'll hit an organ, and you'll die long before, you know, too much of the pain or the shock sets in, hopefully. So, for that reason, I'm going polar bear, man. Man. Bad business. Good meat hook there, Tony. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. We got another email here. Who do we have? It's from right here in Reno, Nevada. Cowboy's in the house. Hey, Cowboy. Subject line slaying. 
Evening padded room. Hope everyone, hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Don't have much tonight as the construction has been killing my work days. It's the time of the state flower to be in bloom and all the oranges everywhere. He's talking about uh, construction cones. Yeah. He's right. It was a shit ton of it, especially in Lemon Valley. Oh, man. I haven't watched much as I've been grinding dead by daylight. I do check each match to see if we pair up, Darian. I'll be waiting for you, cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now that the weather's getting nicer, I'm going to get my kayaks ready, and the offer still stands for you all. Maybe a barbecue at the lake for everyone can be planned. I would love that. Hell yeah. Back to dealing with the lovely cones. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. All right. Right on, Cowboy. Thanks yeah. for uh, writing in, dude. Right on. I'm going to go kayaking with Cowboy at some point mm-hmm. this summer. I have a feeling it's going to be a very hot summer, buddy. Yeah. We got an early spring. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's already like shorts weather. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, it's only going to get hotter from here. We got some voicemails here, dude. Let's bang one out. Not together. Oh. <laughs> Put that thing away, will you? Uh, here comes from the main man in Alabama. Alan is in the house. Hey, Alan. Oh, Padded room. What's up? Hope What's everybody's up, doing Alan? good. Um, I've actually seen some of James Bickers' films. I've seen uh, Dear God No and Frankenstein oh. Creative Bikers. Okay. I've liked his work. Nice. Sure. Anyway, I'm not sure who Mr. Darian is. Hope everybody's doing good. Talk to you later. Bye. Later, man. Um, All right. I've seen, now that he mentions it, I didn't know that was the same dude. <laughs> but that fucking guy in Amazon Hotbox, uh, Jet, whatever his name, the, the, the big fat stoner guy that was El Presidente. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's like a recurring character. And uh, he just shows up. Okay. And he makes the, the redneck wisecracks about, you know, you're ugly as a two-fucking-footed whore or whatever. <laughs> and I don't know, man. I, I feel like we're kind of beating a dead horse with that dude. Mm-hmm. All right, right on, Alan. Uh, thank you for calling in, amigo. <clears throat> we got some more voicemails here. Let's get down to beautiful Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, hey yo. Room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? Hey, we're oh, here. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Darian, thanks again for the solo show. Appreciate mm. you putting something out for us. I got you uh, covered, baby. Even with that said, I still don't know who you are on yep. the uh, educating department. You're going to um, hate this one. You've so seen yeah, it. I'm all fucked up with that again. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, um, on mm. the flicks that uh, did get to catch one flick kind of... Uh, was listening to the uh, sister show, the horror for dummies. There, sure. so I had to go and uh, and uh, catch uh, what's it called? The fucking Boys. vampire flick. Goddamn, the Lost Boys. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, man, that flick still holds up. I, I agree. I still enjoyed oh, yeah. it, man. So uh, I don't know when the last time you've seen it, but it's still it's a good flick. Still a lot of fun. Um, something I was watching, I kind of caught on this time and. Maybe a critique, but definitely not a criticism. I was I was kind of noticing. Hmm. If you remember, there's the one part in the movie where Max, the um, the main main vampire guy, yeah. gets invited in, and that's why don't work on him. Right. So one of the things I was wondering is like all the other vampire kids, like at the end of the movie at the showdown, you know, they just bust in. True. And you know. 
so what I was wondering was like, okay, so can the vampire, the vampire doesn't have to be invited in, like in, in their lore, you know what I mean? Sure. The vampire doesn't have to be invited in, but if he is invited in, then all the tricks work, you know, the mirror, the, uh, the ghost or the garlic and all that shit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, again, I'm not criticizing the flick. I've seen the flick a bunch of times. This is the first time I ever stopped to say, Hey, I wonder if, so good movie. Of course. Good good fun. Yep. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, uh, kind of a funny story. You were talking about, uh, meeting cowboy in the parking lot to, uh, hand deliver porn to him. (laughs) Now that's going to be a kind of weird and awkward, uh, situation. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. I used to, uh, work at this bank, uh, out in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, okay. And you know, I was just a fucking lowly teller jackass. Sure. And this guy would come in and I got talking to him, shooting the shit with him and stuff. And you know, I, I look at who, uh, who is, uh, you know, payee was from you know and it's like mm-hmm. oh vivid entertainment and then i'd look at the memo line and it would be like i don't know fucking asian anal slug yeah. you know some bullshit like that i love it so you know whatever you know i just got shooting the shit and talking to him so uh one time i helped him out with some like fees or whatever and then i don't know like a week later the dude's standing in line and he's got this this bag with him oh and he comes up and it's it's one of the Whoop. Oh. GP, I think. Hold on. Um, so uh, one time I helped him out with some oh, like go. fees or whatever, and then, I don't know, like a week later, the dude's standing in line, and he's got this, this bag with him, and he comes up, and it's it's one of the... Yep, GP. Uh, he called back though. We've got to get. We've got to hear the end of this story. Oh yeah, Tom Hardy. You can't uh, Don't leave qu- us hanging. You can't Quentin Tarantino <laughs> us like this. Right. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that felt good. It's been a while. Anyway, so uh, it, it, it was one of those banks that had like the bandit barriers set up. So oh it's, yeah. Like, all plastic around, and you sure. have to like. You know, it's got just that little tiny slot to try and, like, you know, you got to put your, your check through or your <laughs> I think I know where or whatever. <laughs> the guy comes up, and he's like, hey, thanks for helping me out with that, man. And he takes he takes out these, like, fucking porn VHSs. VHSs. From, from the fucking bag and is trying to wedge them. And, I mean, you know the size of a wow. fucking VHS case. I do. Plus, it's in one of those big oversized Clamshell cases. things. And he's trying to, like, wedge them. Through. There's, like, no fucking way it's even close to wow. getting there. And I'm like, oh, God, trying to fuck? deposit and you know how all the covers account? are, like, super fucking, you know, colorful, and they got yep. women doing all kinds, like, spreading their fucking ass cheeks. I'm well like aware. That. He's got, like, six <laughs> of them, and he's trying to shove them through the fucking thing. Oh, thanks, like, pal. Fucker, so I have to go around to the other side, get your ass over here, and fucking take him from him yeah but then he's like oh i need to fucking i have other stuff in the bag for you know i'm like well i can't be fucking running around with these goddamn flicks behind <laughs> ah fucking strange days yeah anyway buddy. i can't wait to hear your porn story of fucking locking eyes with cowboy as you oh hand yeah the tapes and your fingers seductively brushed together and <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that's gonna go but can uh, i buy you a know. drink anyway hope all is well love you like family bye now Love you too, Tom Hardy. Yes, <laughs> <Right>. sir. <laughs> so I think I may have told this story before, but it bears repeating now since we're already talking about weirdo porn stories. 
I was, uh, my buddy just turned 18 and we were waiting to ship out to the Marine Corps and he was a loser and he didn't have a car, but I did. I was only 17 at the time. So we decide one night that we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to see some naked female breasts at any cost. So we have our, um, military IDs and they both say not adults, minors at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And we tried them at like three different strip clubs. We got shut down in every one. So we end up going to the uh, Weirdo Porno Theater, uh, which is like where right about where Midtown is now. I think it's closing, actually. Hmm. So we walk in, and there's nobody there. Nobody behind the counter. Nobody anywhere. So immediately we're like, oh, porno. <laughs> so we start running around looking at like making fun of the different, you know, blow up dolls and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Eventually we discover the dark hallway in the back and we're like, what the fuck is this? So there's like all those, it's like a fuck, you know, that weird porno arcade thing where you go in and you close the door. Yeah. So I got, I got a hand, I got like, I don't know, maybe a dollar fifty and quarters on me. So I give him seventy five cents. I take seventy five cents. We pop into separate booths and we uh, pop the quarters in and we start watching our pers- respective pornos. And um, I pop out when I run out of quarters and I'm just standing in the hallway waiting for him to pop out. And this little old man starts walking towards me, and I'm like, "Hey, eh, uh, yeah." And I go as he's getting closer. The other door opens and my buddy pops out. And he is white as a ghost. And he's like, bro, we gots to go now. And I'm like, whoa, it's going to get some more quarters. So he's like, no, we got to go right now. So he grabs me and we run outside and we get into my uh, 85 Mustang. (laughs) And he's like, you saw that little old man? He asked me if I wanted a (laughs) blowjob. Oh, yeah, buddy. I was like, well, do you want to go back inside? I could wait. (laughs) Yeah. This is not funny, man. (laughs) Fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. The old porno, weird midtown porno theater. Oh, goodness. All right, dude. You got anything for Cat, Alan, Tom Hardy, Cowboy, or Tony? Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in. Absolutely. Let me just make sure the junk file Mm. didn't get skipped over right quick. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes Carter Burke. Oh, no. This might be my personal favorite. Uh Uh-oh. Let me see if I... Yeah. (laughs) There it is. It's a giant black man. Oh, my goodness gracious. Naked, and his penis has my face on it. Is that Shaq? It could be. (laughs) I don't think Shaq is that well endowed. That guy has a huge wang, and uh, I am the tip. Well, you do have black Mother hair. Mother, if I do. <laughs> well done, Par- Carter Burke. Oh, my goodness. It's a good thing I'm banned from Facebook, because I would definitely post this one. <laughs> All right, you ready to get into a movie, hot dog? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. In a small Wisconsin town, something was about to happen that would send shockwaves around the world.
from another world to destroy the Earth. It was the giant spider invasion. Well, Doctor, it could be an abortive strike from an unfriendly power. Oh, come on. You don't think a missile landed here? I told you something landed here last night. Look, it's full of them. I'm very concerned. Well, frankly speaking, Doctor, so is the United States government. killing and crippling, creeping, crawling creatures determined to destroy the earth. Could anything stop them? Could anything stop the giant spider invasion? There has never been a film like this before. Giant spider invasion, buddy. Yeah, did we just like watch the whole movie in that trailer <laughs> i mean that's really all you need you yeah. don't need to watch the movie that was like a five and a half minute trailer so <laughs> yeah. pretty much all you you need there mm-hmm. um this one got 3.2 stars which is hilarious to me yeah because that is only 0.1 star under president evil <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> this is just a pubic hair worse than president evil uh we've decided as a as a species yeah. <laughs> it's rated PG. It was directed by Bill Rabane, written by Richard Huff, star Stephen Brody, Barbara Hale, and Robert Easton. Oh, buddy. It's a giant spider invasion is what it is. And by that, I mean um, probably one Volkswagen-sized spider that they had to use in multiple shots 
to drive around the little town. Yeah. And uh, eventually light the fucking thing on fire. Holding which, a fuzzy leg. Which, with the fuzzy leg appendages, <laughs> which was great. Uh, we st- we're in a small Wisconsin townie. Oh, you know, we got these spiders up here, but I don't know. They come out of these rocks with diamonds in them. It makes perfect sense. Um, we've got a asteroid rocketing toward Earth, um, and it's going to touch down in this small Wisconsin town. Now, this small Wisconsin town, I don't know where it is, but these motherfuckers are horny, buddy. Yeah. Everybody in this town is either sopping wet or has a rock-solid boner. Yeah. And they cannot wait to put it into their neighbor's. Their uh, girlfriends, their girlfriend's sister, their girlfriend's sister's boyfriend, I think, or weird uh, roommate situation. Step cousin. Step whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But uh, unfortunately, this giant spider invasion is going to do quite a bit of cock blocking here in uh, Bumsville, Wisconsin. (laughs) So we're going to meet some of these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet Dave. Dave is the local kid who I think works at the newspaper. And his girlfriend, Terry, Terry is hot for his boner. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm going to take you out on a nice date. We're going to go to the, uh, the uh, maybe see a movie and a dinner. She's like, take me to the junkyard and fuck me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and by the way, while Dave is waiting for uh, Terry to come out, her sister, Evelyn, is like, if you were five years older, I'd fuck you right now. Right. Wow! <laughs> yeah. How old is Dave, and what big of a difference is five years? <laughs> I'll do them both. They were both pretty hot, yeah. I thought. Evelyn, unfortunately, staggering alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Cannot cannot get enough booze in her body. Mm-hmm. To be fair to her, I would be too if this was my life. Because <laughs> she's basically living in a lean-to out in the woods somewhere. With her boyfriend, Dan. Yeah. And Dan is just as equally as horny, uh, except I think he goes to a brothel. Is that correct? I think so. It was either a brothel or just a weird skanky lady that lives in a trailer park. (sighs) Is there a difference, really? One of them's Mm. getting paid. One of them isn't just kind of hanging, I guess. I don't know. But uh, in the throes of all this debauchery, there is a revival in town. Religious revival, <laughs> and uh, this really pays doesn't play into anything at all, other than we're going to periodically get cut back to this weird preacher guy with an afro mm-hmm. that is screaming Bible passages. Yeah, but it gives Dan a nice out because he's like, "I'm going to the revival," and then he goes and either fucks the prostitute or the girlfriend, whoever she is, mm-hmm. and uh, Evelyn stays home and gets hammered, and Terry and Dan proceed off to a junkyard to have sex with each other. Fucking. What do they not have cable TV in this town? Probably not. I guess not. Nothing better to do. Yeah. Jesus Christ, who's getting they don't pregnant? Have anything. Yeah, exactly. We got to get pregnant. <laughs> we got to raise some more kids. I guess we got nothing better to do with our time. So while that's going on, our uh, asteroid finally impacts, and it's somewhere on Dan and Evelyn's property, which is like this vast expanse of Wisconsin nothing. I yeah. guess. And they see it come crashing down, and they're like, whoa, look at that shit. When it hits, it causes some kind of an electromagnetic uh, deviation, which causes all the uh, radios to go out, Mm -hmm. all the phones to stop working, except for the sheriff's phone. Uh, None of the cars will start. 
And uh, it basically just shuts everything off. And gets real windy. Real windy for no reason. And <laughs> the sky gets like disco lights, too. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty cool. It's like a kind of a... Uh, so they're all freaked out. Sheriff, the sheriff is a nice guy. He's got his sh- his sheriff shirt mm-hmm. unbuttoned down to the navel. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? It's 1975. It's That's exactly right. Get that chest hair the out, buddy. love me. You're under arrest for sexy. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, and he's a, he's a real fun-loving guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, uh, fielding all these phone calls about, oh, my car won't start. Call a mechanic. My phone won't work. Call the phone company. By the way, how are you on the phone with me right now? Uh, <laughs> my icebox shut off. Turn it back on. Just all these dumb shit calls. Yeah. Um, now while that's happening, Dan is out fucking his girlfriend. Uh, Evelyn calls another dude that promises to bring alcohol to her. Yeah. And she promises to be looking real pretty when he gets there. She's going to fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, Evelyn. Get it get it going. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this happens about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes after the meteor impact. And this poor schmuck on his motorcycle and it, with his hard dick is riding right up into the uh, uh, Evelyn's property. He gets knocked over by something mysterious. I think it was the wind. I sure. think it was supposed to allude to the wind pushing the, the wind. Over I'll buy that. Yeah. He just kind of does like a on the motorcycle yeah. and then falls over. <laughs> and that's the end of that dude, unfortunately. Now that leaves Evelyn high and dry on the booze. And unfortunately, at this point, Dan is done banging his uh, side floozy. Um, Terry and Dave have decided, I think, not to have sex because they have to walk a long ways to get home. Although they may have just had sex anyway, I don't know. Uh, Terry gets home about the same time Dan does, and Dan has to wear a weird back brace, back brace yeah. over his uh, onesie that he wears. <laughs> it's a very weird situation. Uh, Evelyn is passed out, and Dan wastes no time in trying to get his dick into 15-year-old Terry, mm-hmm. which is creepy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I ain't your daddy. And she's like, you're my sister's boyfriend. And he's like, that don't mean nothing. Come here. I'm going to put it in you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I guess things were different in 1975. Yeah. Never mind the point that they made to make sure that we knew that uh, Dave, Dave and Terry were both 15. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hello there, uh, statutory rapist. Mm-hmm. Incestuous statutory rapist. All right, now we're going to cut to the next day. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut to NASA headquarters, mm-hmm. where we have a couple of astrophysicists that uh, got some kind of a weird gamma spike on their gamma nometer, and they're like, "Oh shit!" There's some, some kind of a thing happened somewhere in this Wisconsin area. So one of the astrophysicists, a guy by the name of uh, Van Art, goes up there and he hooks up with his buddy that works at the local um, college. And she's a professor, and she's like, well, I don't know anything. So this part is particularly dumb. They get on, they, they start, like, they go on, like, a three-mile walk through the university, and they're discussing about, oh, it may, may have been a, a airplane crash or a hostile missile or something like that, but it went down right about this weird area of woods. So the the female college professor jumps on an oscilloscope, and she's like, look at all this radiation. <laughs> Yeah. Oscilloscopes are used to measure radio waves, not radioactivity. Well, you know. You need a Geiger counter for that. <laughs> and I understand this movie was made in 1975, and that wasn't common knowledge back then. Or 
if it was, nobody cared to speak up about it. But <laughs> she's clearly messing with the knobs, and it's going... Mm-hmm. She's like, look at these deadly levels of radiation. All you're doing is messing with... The- All right, whatever. <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay, so that's... Uh, <laughs> that's great. Now, the next morning, Dan and Evelyn wake up, and they're out poking around out in their property trying to find out the meteor impact thing. And they find a bunch of uh, fist-sized rocks. Mm-hmm. So they pick them up and they start taking them back to the house. And they're like, look at these things. They're some kind of meteor. We're going to be rich. And then one of them busts open and it's got crystals inside it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wee We got ourselves some diamonds. Woo! We're going to be rich. Uh, what they didn't see was when the thing bust open, a tarantula popped out. Yeah. And How do you miss that? No, no. Yeah. It was like a bright orange tarantula, too. <laughs> yeah. But this little fucker goes into stealth mode and just starts hanging about the house while these two rednecks are trying to unfuck each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to meet our, our next best buddy, Cousin Billy, yeah. who owns a rock shop mm-hmm. uh, in town. What the hell is a rock shop? You go there to buy rocks? Yeah, all shapes and sizes. Come to my backyard. <laughs> I'll right. give them to you dirt cheap, no <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> right. We got to get these things checked out by Cousin Billy. They might be real diamonds. So um, Dan takes one of these busted uh, eggs or whatever you want to call them to Cousin Billy in town. And he shows him some of the crystals. And he's like, that ain't no diamond. That's a uh, that's a kind of a half-assed diamond. If you had like a bucket of them, you might have a, a couple hundred bucks on your hands. And Dan's like, wee you, I'm going to be rich. He said, never mind where I got these things, I'm going to be back. So he takes off. Mm-hmm. Immediately starts poking around his property. Uh, and by the way, before I get into that, the the dialogue that took place between Cousin Billy and Dan before we got into the diamond talk was all about Terry and is she ripe for picking yet? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Again, this is a 15-year-old child we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. The younger sister of your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen plenty of X-Videos clips, and I know how this can possibly play out. Mm-hmm. But they always make it a point to say, I just turned 18, before right. they suck somebody off or <laughs> Not whatever. 15. Not 15. <laughs> yeah. Eey. All right, well, Cousin Billy's all hot for uh, uh, Terry also. And to be fair, Terry was pretty hot. Um, so Dan goes back to his property and starts picking up all these little rock things. While that's going on, Evelyn is, uh, bone dry and she's looking for more booze. The, the tarantula is loose in the weird shanty lean to and starts like hanging around with her. Mm -hmm. She never sees it, but (laughs) she, I think like passes out. She takes her pants off and lays down and she like flops around for a minute and then she gets up. And when she gets up, there's spider webs all over the place. She opens one of her drawers, and what was clearly a guy with, like, a spider glove, like, reached out, and he's like, and she's like, ah, spider! And then she runs outside and gets all tangled up in the the webs, and she's all disoriented. So she just runs through the woods to, like, a random cabin that she found, Mm -hmm. jumps in there, and then she gets tackled, I guess, for lack of a better term. By the quote-unquote giant spider. Or one of the giant spiders. That's it for Evelyn. She is probably the second hottest chick in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping we would see somebody naked. It was not to be. No. It was not to be. And I watched the director's cut, buddy. Oh, really? Yes. I found it on Tubi. And I said, I'm going to get to the bottom 
of giant spider invasion, <laughs> and there was no bottoms. there was no bottoms. <laughs> I mean, there was panties on bottoms, but yeah. that's not the same. All right, great, good times. Uh, from there, everything gets even more fucked up because uh, Dan's out combing the woods looking for more of these uh, rocks. He discovers the dead body of the alcohol delivery man mm-hmm. and decides he's just going to bury the fucking guy. Because he doesn't want to call the sheriff and have the sheriff poking around grabbing his diamond rock things. Right. So he's like, oh, okay, I'll just go bury him and I'll be rich anyway. wee I got me some diamonds. Uh, that's great. Now we're going to cut back to various parts around the town where the spiders are popping up and periodically harassing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing too serious. We have the biker that's already dead. We have Evelyn that's dead. We have spiders scurrying about the floor uh, around uh, the bar. We go, we go to the bar, which has a very out of place uh, Swedish bar maiden. And she's like, yeah, you oh, like yeah. be liking to have another beer? Yeah. Mm. It's very <laughs> weird. I mean, it is Wisconsin, but at the same time, what is she doing in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, things are now starting to escalate. Dan goes out again to try to round up more of these uh, rock diode, uh, geode things. Um, he gets accosted by the titular giant spider, mm-hmm. which I believe to be a Volkswagen bug with weird spider-like appendages affixed to it that somebody was driving. And then we got a weird scene of Dan like being loaded into the truck, the trunk of the thing. And it's like, rah, 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 and it's like, oh, God, and there's blood. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty stupid. But Dan is also out of the equation now. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, our uh, astrophysicists have pinpointed this uh, thing, and we get a lot of nonsensical dialogue about a space warp and how uh, basically when the – I'm probably completely wrong about this, but what we're supposed to sign off on is that when the asteroid impacted, it created some kind of a dimensional rift that is allowing giant spiders from that dimension to come through – and um, that's what I got. Did right. you get anything else, buddy? No, I didn't. Know. I didn't understand. You that. weren't even paying attention. <laughs> Not really. So that's what we're we're getting to. And uh, the the whole sequence there is a lot of uh, the old guy from NASA and the slightly yes less old gal from the university walking through the woods with clipboards, going, mm-hmm. "Well, I think it was over there. Well, look at over there, though. It could be over there." And that's about how that story plays out. Yeah. And we're going to jump back and forth to that throughout the movie. Uh, what they surmise is that some kind of dimensional rift was open. Uh, giant spiders are coming through. Uh, we have no way of, uh, of closing it, but we got to figure it out anyway. Uh, they get the, the kid D- uh, Dave involved. And in a weird scene, um, the astrophysicist has to pull him aside in the bar and have like a side conversation with him away from the sheriff and his parents. I thought that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Because it would be one thing if we cut to the conversation and heard what they said. Right. We never did. No. Nope. We still don't know what they were talking about. Very strange. Mm-hmm. All right. So now back to Redneckville. Uh, Terry is back at her sister's shanty house, mm-hmm. has just gotten out of the shower. And who should happen upon this scene? None other than Cousin Billy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a hard dick for Terry. Oh, yeah. And he is w- willing to part with some cash mm-hmm. uh, for some some action. 
So he's like, uh, yeah, you know, we're not we're not really cousins. You know that, right? I mean, I'm I'm Dan's cousin and you're uh, Evelyn's sister, so that makes us like uh, mild acquaintances. How about I just go ahead and put it in you real quick? And she's like, no, you dirty old man. Gross. Get out of here. And she just got a towel over herself the whole time. Yeah. Which is kind of hot, but at the same time, she's supposed to be 15. Yeah. And this dirty old fucker is groping and griming on her, <laughs> offering her cash and diamonds and shit. So in an earlier scene in which Dan was trying to get on top of her, he's offering her these fake diamonds. And she's like, oh, maybe I'll take care of you for some of those diamonds. And he's like... You take care of me now, and I'll give you all the diamonds you want. She's like, oh, I don't think so. He's like, I'm going to go talk to Cousin Billy. He'll tell you these are real. So now Cousin Billy's on the scene, and he's like, they might be real. I'll give you 10 bucks for one of them. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't think so. I'm going to go put my shirt back on. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I'll give you 20 bucks for one. She's like, get out of here, you dirty old man. Oh. So finally, Billy leaves the uh, shack shanty uh, area, gets in his car, and drives right into a very silly um, cargo net that was modified to look like a spider web. Now, this part is particularly dumb because he drives into the net, and this is all within a sequence of jump cuts, but what we get is uh, the Billy's back wheels going back and forward and back and forward. Mm -hmm. Billy having a complete spaz attack behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blood, but not... On Billy, it's on the outside, outside on the of the car. Yeah. Did he run somebody over on the way to the spider web? I don't know. I don't know I where don't this know. blood is coming from. Uh, eventually. I think they're trying to make it gory. And they're like, how do we put it on the inside? Who cares? Put it on well, the outside. Don't put it on him. We have to be able to see him. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just throw it on a window. <laughs> yeah, they'll never know. They'll we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, Bill Rabane. Let me tell you something about. Blu-ray. <laughs> the things you didn't think we'd see, my friend. Uh, this part is even dumber because eventually Billy breaks free from the spider web mm-hmm. in his car yeah. and proceeds to drive right through a gas station for no apparent reason, <laughs> at which point his car catches on fire for no apparent reason, mm-hmm. and the whole place blows up. Yeah. Goodbye, Billy. We miss you already. Now, at this point... Uh, our giant spider is on the loose, and I'm talking about the Volkswagen with the, the arms and legs coming out of it. Uh, it it somehow makes its way to the county fair where a softball tournament is in full play. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time the, the giant spider shows up on screen, you get like a weird... So what is that? What is that? Is that the sound space spiders make? (laughs) It must be. Because if it is, they ain't sneaking up on nobody. No. And as soon as I hear that shit... I'm out. I'm going (laughs) to get some of that... uh, What is that? Spider spray? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Anyway, it attacks the county fair, which prompts a lot of um, calls to the sheriff. Sheriff's like, what? Giant spider? You too? Is everybody gone crazy in this town? What the hell? I'm going to put another button on my shirt here. (laughs) And eventually he's like, well, I called the goddamn uh, National Guard over in uh, Madison. We're going to take care of this shit. Mm -hmm. Now a uh, lynch mob has formed at Dutch's, the local watering hole. Get this giant spider. Which left Inga there all by herself to serve beers to absolutely nobody. (laughs) Uh, Very tragic for her. She needed her tips. Uh, More to the point, in a very... um, 
silver bullets kind of a mo- moment. Everybody's like, we got to get some guns. We're going to go get them spiders. Mm-hmm. So they all jump into a bunch of trucks, all these rubes with their shotguns, and they go as the sheriff is pulling in. He's like, now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. And then they all just drive right past him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have, and this part is particularly dumb because – I understand that films like continuity and editing and things like they just weren't a priority right. in the mid 70s. But what we have here is a full scale spider riot that is happening somewhere in the middle of like a downtown area. Mm-hmm. While that's going on, our two astrophysicists have <laughs> walk in the fields, walk in the fields in the middle of the day, <laughs> yeah. and they're communicating with the sheriff in the middle of the riot, which is happening in the dead of night. Mm-hmm. Nobody raised their hand during nope. this little... Okay, all right. Uh, our astrophysicists have discovered the best way to kill the spiders is with some kind of an ion accelerator. They want to uh, put a bunch of uh, nuclear isotopes in the dimensional rift, and that will somehow do something. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh, only way to do that is to have it flown at this accelerator item flown in from California via helicopter. Mm -hmm. It's going to be dropped onto the spider. Mm -hmm. Our physicists have to find the spider and shoot a road flare up into the sky so the helicopter guy knows where to drop it. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. Uh, Unfortunately, and I feel like there's more than one spider, or at least there's supposed to be, because while they're out looking for the spider, it's downtown wrecking shop in the middle of the night. Right. They're at like 3 in the afternoon. On a hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, I found him, but he's over there. In the- All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they uh, they find the fucking thing. They drop the accelerator jammer on it, uh, shoot the uh, the uh, flare right. gun off. Mm-hmm. But the, the way that they find it, <laughs> they're walking up a hill. And I got the vibe that maybe these two uh, senior citizens were falling in love in some weird way. Yeah. They're walking up a hill, and then they hear that... And they immediately both collapse and roll down the hill over each other, which I thought was comedic and almost slapsticky in a way. Yeah. I'm sure at least one of them broke a hip doing that. The actor uh, Steve Brody and Barbara Hale, they had to be in their mid-60s when yeah. this happened. They can't be rolling down hills. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, they shoot the thing off. It really happened. (laughs) I know. That was not in the script. Whoops. (laughs) But we're keeping it. (laughs) Whoopsie. It's in there because it is funny. (laughs) That's right. Uh, They shoot the fucking thing off. They drop the the goddamn uh, ion accelerator thing on it, which basically causes the giant spider to start smoking, and then its eyes explode and a bunch of oatmeal spews out. And then uh, one of the sheriffs, like just before, as that's happening... Starts shooting at it, and then he runs out of bullets, so he takes his belt off and starts <laughs> whipping it with his belt. And he's like, no, get it, son of a bitch, get back, get, get out of here. And that's pretty much the end of your movie mm-hmm. right there. Uh, what's her name? Terry gets saved at the last minute by uh, Dave. Spider eats the sheriff. Spider does eat the sheriff guy. After he, Well, I would eat him, too, for slapping me with his belt. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think you are, Will Smith? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say nothing about your wife's bald head, fucker. Uh, Dave, so the the giant spider comes for Terry as she's getting out of the shower, wrecks her house, mm-hmm. right? This part is particularly dumb because it's supposed to have, like, trashed the house. Right. When Dave finds Terry, 
in the rubble of the house, it looked like the rubble of the house could fit in like a uh, dumpster. Yeah. It was like a bunch of two by fours and a pushed over refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And then her hand pops out like, help me. Mm -hmm. Were you living in a tent? (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, again, something that somebody should have raised their hand over. Yeah. That's about it for Giant Spider Invasion, buddy. What did you think of this one? Terrible. It's bad, right? Mm -hmm. Is it so bad it's good? No. I don't think so either. (laughs) I think it's so bad that... uh, I don't want to watch it again. (laughs) I I would watch it again with my friends having some drinks, and we would just rip this fucking thing to shreds. I'd watch a riff track. Yeah, Yeah, I'd watch a riff track of it. Yeah. Just the the whorishness, I Mm -hmm. guess. Yeah, it'd be worth it. Just these fucking... Everybody in this town is horny as shit. Mm -hmm. And... um, I don't know. I guess they weren't allowed to have Playboy magazine or something. I don't know what they. I don't know what you did in 1975. You know, 15 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said it. Buddy said it, not me. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's real bad. All right, that is it on Giant Spider Invasion. Let's take a little break and we'll come back with some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. Yeah. Dude, hmm. if there was a giant spy, first off, if I lived in that town... I would be too busy fucking to even notice the giant spiders. Yeah. You know what I mean? All those chicks are super horny. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the rubes are like, let's go get them. I'll be like, you go get them. I'm going to go talk to your wife for a second in the back of the bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Inga, the Swedish uh, barmaid. Uh, but even if they were, those spiders weren't moving very fast. No. Just just get out of the way. You know? Yeah. Let somebody else deal with it. Silly. Hmm. Silly giant spider invasion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um, We are going to make fight announcements next week for the team's division of the Terra Dome. Yes. Let's see who we have here. We have uh, Cowboy has Dracula's Brides. Tim has the Xenomorphs. Cat took the Silent Hill Nurses. Freddy with the Werewolves. Tony with Rabbits. Crackhouse Matt has the uh, Quiet Creatures from A Quiet Place. Monica took Return of the Living Dead Zombies. Buddy's got Predators. Tom Hardy took Killer Clowns. Alan with the Universal Monsters. And Lance has just taken the Chucky family. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting one, right? (laughs) Chucky and Tiffany and uh, the daughter, Fiona Dorif, whatever her name was. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a thing. (laughs) I guess Uh, so. Sure. (laughs) Get us your picks by next week, inmates. Uh, the Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're contemplating that, it's time for us to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? So I did a guest spot this week on The Horror Returns mm-hmm. with our friends Lance and Brian and sometimes Phil. Um, they did a show on the worst of Stephen King. Oh. Which is interesting. But the worst Stephen King movie adaptations. Okay. And the two movies they came up with were The, the Mangler from 1995. Huh. It's, I remembered it... Being a lot worse than it actually was. Yeah. It's not good. No. It's about a haunted, possessed uh, uh, speed ironer. Yeah. Which I don't even know if that's a real machine. And like a weird industrial labor shop slash laundry where this thing periodically chews up somebody's finger. Right. It's... um, it's okay. Uh, it's 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 very nineteen. It's very mid nineties. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's got Robert England in it. Yep. Which so there's that. It was directed by Toby Hooper, which a lot mm. of people I think tend to. I completely forgot that he made that movie. Yeah. Uh, not the best thing I've ever seen, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. The other movie we watched was Thinner from 1996. I like that movie. Do you? Yeah. What do you like about it? I don't know the whole <laughs> gypsy thing, and sure. I don't know. It's just I like it. I think the premise is solid. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of failures in the film. Joe Montaigne's character being like the so typical Italian mobster. 
Hey! Oh, yeah. Let me tell you these guys over here. Eh? They don't eat <laughs> so good. Let me tell them again. Eh? <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be a mob boss, but when uh, the skinny white man from town puts the hit out on the gypsies, he goes down there himself mm-hmm. and shoots up the place. Yeah. That's kind of silly. The whole premise of this this big fat lawyer just wasting away. Uh, I don't. I don't get. I mean, I get it's a gypsy curse. My main problem was that it was way too much family drama with him trying to figure out if his wife is cheating with the doctor or not, and not enough actual horror. Now, they had a a sliver of hope there when they go into the judge, I think, Mm -hmm. that gets the the lizard gypsy curse. Mm -hmm. But that's it. It's like two lines of dialogue. Oh, my husband died. The gypsy touched him and said lizard, and then he broke out in this rash, and he was hideous, and he killed himself. Mm-hmm. That could have been something. Right. We just kind of blew right past it. Yep. And we're more worried about the skinny guy. Not my favorite. Carrie Wurr was smoking hot in that mm-hmm. one. She played the gypsy's granddaughter. Yeah. I like that. That mm-hmm. little uh, gypsy redhead get up in mm-hmm. the, with the skirt and all that. that that's okay. That's, uh-huh. that's a bit of all right. <laughs> that's all I'm looking at this week, buddy. What do you got? Uh, I got to check out a few things. I got to check out a few episodes of Inventing Anna. Kind of okay. weird. Um, Uncharted. Saw that at the theater. Oh, very cool. How's that? Uh, really liked it. it yeah? Was, yeah, that's a, definitely good for a watch. You ever play the video games? Once. When I was younger. Oh, like yeah. A buddy of mine had it. Okay. Um, making Fun is actually pretty funny. Um, basically, it's these wood guys that uh, just make stuff for kids. And then, uh, you know, they put on a show. Oh, cool. With, with all the stuff that, you know, the kids want to design or whatever. Sure. Um, the Adam Project. Just watch that. What is that? That was with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Um, basically, he's uh, his future self comes to his younger self. And, uh, of course, there's this whole time traveling thing and it's end up all bad. So, he's got to, like, come fix it. You know, oh, basically. great. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty good. And uh, I am started this typewriter. Now, I'm not usually into indie films. Okay. Um, but this one is actually pretty good. It's a series. Okay. And I'm on the third episode. And it's actually... It's like a... Uh, indie version of well almost like stranger things but it's not quite like a typewriter is like the ghost doing it but huh. the ghost actually appears as somebody and then uh she just uses her hands like crush it like closes her fist and her heart like they get a heart attack or oh. um it's really good actually it's, huh. not, it's not not too bad sounds interesting mm-hmm. sounds really interesting yeah right on that's what we're looking at this week how about some immersion therapy mm-hmm. buddy did you keep it fresh Super fresh. Fresh. (laughs) Immersion therapy. What did you think of Fresh, Amigo? Dude, I like this one. This is a pretty good show, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One I didn't pick and you picked. I'm like, kudos to you. Boom. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah, that was a good one. Not a bad show. That Sebastian Stan is a a pretty easy on the eyes. Yeah. That's the Winter Soldier, for those of you that have forgotten. Yeah, yeah, the whole concept, man. He uh, just parts parts them out, pieces them out, and uh, makes a lot of money doing that, apparently. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that, like that scene where they're having dinner and they're eating the other girl. Right. And she's like, oh, this 
it's actually pretty good. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a $30,000 meal I just made you. Whoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only thing I didn't get about it was mm. at the end, what happened to that security guy or whatever? They never showed what happened to him. The secu- oh, you're talking about the Japanese or the Native American guy? Um, well, it was when the wife came in and said, yeah. we got to clean this place up. Yeah. After that, you don't even see that no, guy. No, you don't. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't mm. know. My favorite was the bartender. He's like, he thought about helping for a second, and then he's like, nope. He's back in his car and drives away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I know what happens. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm going to get up out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was a great flick. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, stream it on Hulu if you missed it. Uh, buddy, what do you got for us this week, big guy? All right, this week, let's check out down. Let's check out 2019's Countdown. This is about when a nurse downloads an app that claims to predict the moment a person will die. It tells her she only has three days to live. With the clock ticking and figuring, uh, haunting her, she must find a way to save her life before time runs out. Very very cool. Yeah. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same. Yeah, and we can you'll find this notes. on Netflix. We'll compare notes next week, my man. But now, we must educate me. Yeah. Educating Miss Monica. My clues from last week. I got some good news and some bad news, baby doll. The good news is I just found out that I inherited this huge palatial estate in New England from a long dead relative. Uh, Let's go check it out. The bad news, though, is that the place is in ruin. And whoa, that portrait above the mantel place looks exactly like me, except from 200 years ago. Uh, what's all these old books doing laying around here? I better check it out and send you on your merry way so that I can start experimenting with all this forbidden knowledge that I've acquired all of a sudden. I'm talking about The Resurrected from 1996, starring Chris Sarandon. Mm -hmm. Beautiful H.P. Lovecraft Mm -hmm. adaptation right there. Hmm. Some of the practical effects of the different mutants and things that he creates, Mm -hmm. pretty gnarly, dude. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth checking out. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, me and my super punk rock friends were in the throes of a concert and a kind of a weird, almost sort of drug deal gone bad. Shit went real south and uh, one of my friends, my boyfriend, had to kill a cop for us to make our getaway. Now we need a place to lay low for a little while until the heat dies down. Good thing my... Long dead uncle had this cabin in the woods that he used to take me to all the time. I better get up there until the the heat dies down with my punk rock friends. I really hope there's not like a weird, deranged, woodsy kind of a guy up there uh, that takes a weird liking to me and uh, doesn't care for my friends at all. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I will drop some knowledge on you. In the meantime, inmates, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. As usual, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this podcast. That will help out our uh, visibility quite a bit. Uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running. Paddedroompodcast.com is where you'll find the link to that. 
$5 donation gets you a travel mug, a padded room t-shirt, and as much hardcore pornography as I can fit into whatever box I send you. Plus, control of the month of May is wide open. Find all that paddedroompodcast.com. In the meantime, join us next week for The Stuff from 1986, kicking off Food Horror Month, buddy. Fucking scary food products, I guess, courtesy of Cowboy. (laughs) In the meantime, I think that's it for us inmates. For Buddy, who's not an absentia, Monica, who is an absentia, uh, killer food products, crazy woodsy people that don't like punk rock kids in their woods, Um, Funko Toys, Uh, It prequels that I'm very excited for, Vinegar Syndrome releasing, giant spiders made out of Volkswagen Beetles, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, and have a great week. Put my hands up.